Good afternoon. I'm Jiang Li with today's episode of Easy News. The Taiex opened up four points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,163 on turnover of 3.4 billion NT. The market lost ground on Wednesday, and turnover for the session was moderate, as many investors remain cautious about ongoing negotiations in Washington over a deal to raise America's debt ceiling in order to avoid a default. Central Bank Governor Yang Jinglong says he expects the island's economy to rebound no later than the fourth quarter of this year. The statement comes amid concerns about weak global demand continuing to hurt the economy after data showed that export orders fell 18% from a year earlier in April. Yang says, if ongoing inventory adjustments abate and the global supply chain returns to normal in the third quarter, Taiwan's GDP is expected to bounce back in the fourth quarter in a significant way. The government in February downgraded its forecast for GDP growth to 2.12 percent for this year. And is scheduled to announce its latest forecast for GDP growth tomorrow. Chief Cabinet Advisor for Disease Prevention Zhang Shangchun says the current wave of coronavirus infections is likely to last for a month before health officials begin to see a decline in cases. The statement comes after the Centers for Disease Control reported that the number of serious infections have increased by 32% over the past seven days, and that jump indicates a fourth wave of infections fueled by lineages of the Omicron variant. The CDC is forecasting that wave will peak sometime between mid and late June. According to Zhang, new waves of infections can be expected when coronavirus preventive measures are being relaxed, and data shows that such outbreaks will gradually slow down after a period of time. In world news, Typhoon Mawar smashed the U.S. Pacific territory Guam yesterday, and residents and officials are assessing the damage it has left behind. It's the strongest to hit the territory of roughly 150,000 people in 21 years. Officials say the storm lashed the island with wind and rain, tearing down trees, walls, and power lines, flipping cars, and pushing a dangerous storm surge ashore. It briefly made landfall last night as a Category Four storm, according to the National Weather Service. An island meteorologist says what used to be a jungle looks like toothpicks. In a sign of how much help Guam might need, the Navy orders the USS Nimitz aircraft carrier strike group to head to the island to assist in the recovery effort. 
Ron DeSantis' White House run is off to a shaky start as technical glitches marred his long-anticipated announcement. The Florida governor declared that he was entering the race for president during a live-streamed conversation on Twitter. William Denslow reports from New York. It took more than 20 minutes of troubleshooting before Ron DeSantis could make his first pitch to the American people since officially announcing his presidential bid. In a conversation with Twitter's owner Elon Musk, the Florida governor slammed President Biden's record in office, saying he would never surrender to the woke mob. My pledge to you is this: if you nominate me, you can set your clock to January 20th, 2025, at high noon. Because on the west side of the U.S. Capitol, I will be taking the oath of office as the 47th president of the United States. DeSantis is seen as Donald Trump's biggest rival to become the Republican Party's nominee. In a veiled jab at the former president, DeSantis said government is not about entertainment or brand building. Meanwhile, Trump has taken to social media himself with a new campaign advert. And in an earlier post on Truth Social Wednesday, Trump said DeSantis needed a personality transplant. William Denslow, New York. That was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Jane Lee.